Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And Jamie, this week, we're headed right back to the Central Oregon coast, where you recently had what looked like a very cool but very rainy trip. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, what I called my, my dreamy trip to Yahats in the rain. Um, you know, you can't, you can't plan for weather on the coast. Um, or anywhere, really, uh, but especially on the coast. And sometimes you expect it to be this beautiful sunsets and hikes and sunny days, and it just it just pours down rain. And that's exactly what happened to me in Yahats. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> what what brought you out to the coast, and where exactly did you visit? Well, okay, so I I first went to Yahats back in must have been. Oh, 2014 or so, um, mm -hmm. when I first started doing uh, this job, doing travel reporting, and um, really loved it. And over the years, I've been kind of just going back here and there. Every time I, you know, I'm driving down the coast, I stop in town and get some fish and chips, some my favorite fish and chip spot, or um, you know, stay the night and check out the tide pools at sunset, or you know, any number of things there. And I and I really have been meaning to take a trip back there, so. Um, when I, uh, found out about, um, Jamie Kish, who's a tide pool ambassador who we spoke with on last week's episode, um, I reached out to her to see if she would give me a tour of some tide pools for a story. And she said, yeah, definitely. And so this trip was sort of centered around tide pools and when the low tide was going to be. So because of that, I wasn't really planning around like when's the best weather, but like when's the next good low tide to go exploring. And that happened to fall over. Easter weekend. I also know that you are a huge lover of the coast. So is it kind of the thing where like even rain or shine, you are enjoying <laughs> yourself even in blustery <laughs> conditions? To, to a certain extent, to a certain extent. I mean, um, I much prefer to be able to be outside and comfortable. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a grizzled fisherman. I'm not out there <laughs> in my rubber rain pants. Um, you know, uh, waist deep in the water. That's not me. I like, I like to be comfortable. Um, but I also like to, to, um, you know, embrace what the, the coast is. And that is sometimes really beautiful and sunny. And that is sometimes really rainy. So, um, yeah. that's kind of what I, what I was, I was thinking about as I was 
packing for this trip because so I, I went with um, Sadie, my partner, and it was her first time to Yahats, um, and one of her first, you know, probably her third or fourth time to the coast. Um, so we were packing, and you know, I was like, we really got to make sure to bring rain gear, but also t-shirts, but also thermals, but like maybe sandals. Um, she's like, should we bring our bathing suits? And I was like, no, but maybe just in case is a good luck charm. <laughs> so we packed like a little bit of everything. The The forecast did call for rain. We were kind of expecting it, but I was like, you know, it's the coast. Anything can happen. It can be rainy one second and can be beautiful the next. I've had that experience so many times out there. So we kind of, we, we got in the car and we drove off to Yahats, um, expecting the unexpected. Um, and, you know, we got down there. It's about a three, three and a half hour drive, I want to say, out to Yahats from Portland. Um, so it's a little bit of a drive. Um, and we pulled into town and it was not raining, but it was definitely very gray, very misty. So we took yeah. that opportunity to sort of be in town, to be outside and to sort of get, get what we could while we were there. I have driven through Yahats once. And, uh, basically when I was driving back from Bandon to go back up to Portland and I was like, Oh, I'll just drive up the coast. So I've driven through and I've seen that Yahats is super cute. And I so told cute. myself I, I want to go back and like actually explore. So I'm excited to hear what you all got into. Yeah. Well, so for folks who haven't been to Yahats, um, it is, you know, it, it's situated right there on highway 101. Um, it's like, you know, maybe, uh, a few blocks of shops and restaurants that are just on either side of the highway. And it's on this rockier part of the coastline. So there's not a ton of beaches. There is a beach there, but that's really only accessible at all during low tide. Um, so it's really sort of like a, a low tide spot. Um, but what I love about Yahats is that all the shops, uh, all the restaurants, they're always full. They're always um there's you don't see a lot of empty storefronts the, the vibe there is really really good um the, the community is very tight they they very it's much seem invested into the community of yahats and that shows so um you know when we got into town we we went right to obviously my favorite fish and chip spot a place called luna sea um funny play on words and um when i first started going there you know almost a decade ago it was like one tiny restaurant with a few tables inside and it has since really exploded into they have an out a covered heated outdoor seating area they've got picnic tables they've got a whole downstairs it's just sort of like you know exploded and there's all kinds of um, places to sit there's tables are full um, it's really become a super popular spot um, which i'm so happy to see because their fish is excellent um it's like that classic oregon coast beer batter fry with um, not a small cup, but a, a full, huge squeeze bottle of tartar sauce. Um, they just plop there on the table for you. That really makes it for me. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> that is the best. I'm all about the sauce. So that is, that's a selling point for me. So you got Luna Sea for mm -hmm. some delicious fried fish. Um, tell me about like the different shops there uh, and what else you can kind of explore in those storefronts. Yeah, well, it's a, such a walkable town, which I like to. Again, it's not very much to it. Um, mm. So you can just spend an afternoon walking around all the little shops, um, but they're all so interesting. So um, yeah. one of the first ones that caught our eye was um, a record store. Sadie and I are both big, you know, vinyl record people. 
And so we saw a sign for a place called Perpetua Records, which was above a guitar shop. Um, so we walk into this guitar shop with like guitars hanging everywhere and we head up the stairs and it's like, it was the grooviest loft I'd ever seen. Um, like, you know, with like posters and like a, you know, like a couch and music playing and like all these vintage clothing, um, on racks along the wall and like, you know, colored sunglasses and stuff like that. Uh Um, so cool. Um, Sadie immediately was drawn to all of the vintage jumpsuits, uh, and dresses and was trying all those on. Um, I was flipping through all the records. Um, she got a jumpsuit. I did not find any good records and, um, you know, but it was like a great, I've probably spent like 45 minutes in there. I'm oh, just wow. like exploring such a cool way to just, um, spend a day. And, you know, the guy in there was really nice and, um, we were able to have a nice conversation. So we checked at that place. Um, we found, uh, a, a few other little kind of, uh, art shops that were in the area. Um, mm-hmm. this place called Yahat's Blooms. It was like this little tiny shop that had flower arrangements and, local art, handmade gifts. They had like these little ceramic slug magnets that were like clinging to the side of tin buckets. Um, <laughs> super cute. Um, went into the, there's of course antique shops. Um, Yahat's Mystic Antiques, I really liked in particular. Um, a couple of uh, like rock shops, you know, rocks and fossils. There's Planet Yahat's is sort of like the old one. And this newer spot called Sticks, Stones and Bones um that had like this easter egg hunt going on in the parking lot so it was just full of people and full of kids and a little too much activity for like my you know (laughs) my liking but um so we we just walked around to all these cute little shops all different kinds of stuff um Mm -hmm. i I I love doing that and talking to the store owners and getting a feel for the town um everyone was just in really good spirits um easter weekend is apparently a very slow weekend on the coast um or in Yahats at least. And so they were saying like, yeah, you know, it's a slow weekend. There's not a lot of people around. Um, so we kind of had the, you know, aside from the, the, the rock shop, we had a lot of these places to ourselves, which is, you know, um, it was interesting. It was, I kind of, kind of felt like I, I wished for the businesses that they had more people, but at the same time, it's nice to sort of have your own quiet space and to do your own thing. Um, so that was a really good opportunity to sort of get a sense of the town. And we, um, decided to, before we checked into our hotel to, obviously get an ice cream cone. Um, obviously. Obviously. I mean, I know it was like gray and a little misty and like 50 degrees, but I mean, come on, you're at the coast. <laughs> you got to get an ice cream cone. Yeah. So we stopped off at this place called Topper's Ice Cream and Candy and Ooh. got a pair of cones and uh, hung out outside. It was like this little, this cute little crew outside of like, you know, dads and kids and me and Sadie just like, you know, hanging out, <laughs> eating our ice cream cones together. Um it's really, really cool. Oh my gosh. Any uh flavor recommendations from Toppers? I mean, I got a, a classic strawberry, which I don't usually go for. Um okay. really liked it. Um I don't remember what Sadie got. It might have been something with like a toffee crunch or something along those lines. Um I mean I love all ice cream flavors, is the truth. Um I play no favorites. It's just whatever my my heart wants in, in the moment. Totally. I'm also a firm believer that, that there is no bad time nor weather for eating ice cream. Wow. All I'm time so glad. is a great time. So glad we're in agreement on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you visit Yahats, do you have a go-to place where you stay? You know, I, I do. And that's not something I can say about many other places in Oregon, but 
Um, I, I came across this place called the drift Inn. Uh, it's, as I understand it, it's like an old saloon and brothel that they've turned into on the, the first level is a restaurant, like a full restaurant and bar. And then, mm-hmm. um, upstairs is this series of quirky rooms that are all kind of like detached. It's like all these various outbuildings on the roof of this building. Um, and they're all like, each room has its own decor, its own theme. Um, they're all very colorful and whimsical. Um, so I've stayed in a few of those over the years. Like I like to try a different one when we go, um, this time we stayed in a place called a most charming space was the name of the room. Um, and wouldn't you know it, it was a most charming space indeed, uh, it had a, such a good view, um, looking out over that beach I mentioned that is uncovered yeah. at low tide, um, these, these sort of big windows right there and had like a, like a day bed couch situation and then a separate okay. bedroom and like, um, you know, like a full kitchen setup. So it was like a wow. really nice spot to, to spend time in the room, which was great because we were about to do a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, it used to be a brothel, right? So are the way that it was set up, like, did they have old pictures or anything? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, the, the drift in sort of leans more into sort of, you know, more modern-ish quirks. Um, Uh you know, it's like, like in the restaurant, their thing is that they have a lot of umbrellas hanging from the ceiling. That's like their decor. It's, they're not trying to go for like the Wild West saloon vibe. You can kind of like see it through, through the decor, but it, it, that's not really what they're going for. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, it seems really cool. Uh, do you know when this place where, when this building was constructed or built? So the drift in says that they were built in 1929. Um, it, it was all kinds of different things. Like it was an ice cream parlor during prohibition. It was a dance hall. Um, you know, it had, it had all kinds of stuff, but it's, it's been around for a while. Um, and that's, um, that, that, that's sort of, it's become sort of an institution in town. And I, and I like that. And the great thing is it's located again, right downtown. So it's that, that fish and chip spot, which is right next to the ice cream spot, which is a block from these shops is right across the street from this hotel. So park your car and then you can just walk around and don't have to worry about driving anywhere for the most part. Anything else that you got into on uh, Saturday? Yeah, it was like our good weather day, I guess. Um, so we were really trying to do what we could. So there was, um, I, I had on my itinerary a lot of hiking, um, but I wanted to check out this place that I had not been to in a while. Um, it's a trail and I'm going to say it and then I'm going to spell it for you because it's, it's a bit, it doesn't make, might not make that much sense. The trail is called the Hike Trail. And that's spelled Y A apostrophe X A I K, um, which is uh, a trail that um, was created by some locals in collaboration um, with the two tribes that are there on the coast, in the central coast. And it is a trail that is designed to um, recognize the history, the unvarnished history of indigenous peoples on this coast, specifically their interactions with. Um, you know, European settlers when they came. So it's obviously not a great um, uh, history at that part of it anyway. Um, there's a lot of um, a lot of bloodshed, a lot of 
forced removal. But all of that is sort of just laid out on these informational placards along the trail. It's a short trail. I think it's only about a half mile or so each way. Um, but you really get an idea of the history of this area through that. And um, I, I think that's a fabulous, fabulous thing that they do. And so where exactly is this trail like in relation to where you were staying? It's just like on the very like the north edge of, of town. So if you're driving in um, US 101, right when you start getting into Yahats, there is this um, group of art galleries on, on the left. And just um, about a block from there, there is this, uh, this, this, this an apartment complex. And at if you go into the apartment complex at the back, there is a trailhead. Um, with like a designated trailhead parking and that's where the trail is. So um, it technically does connect to some other trail networks around town. Yahats has a really great interconnected um, network of trails that go out to the coast and um, up into Cape Perpetua. You can hike for miles and miles and miles through town. And this is just one small arm of that. And about how much time did it take you all um, to, to do this trail? You know, not very long. It probably maybe took 45 minutes or so so what we did is we hiked the the trail to the end and at the end of it it connects to uh, another trail um, that goes through this place called the Gerdeman Botanical Preserve and it's Hmm. um, a private property that has public access where it's like um, this couple who had planted a bunch of various plants around the world and you can hike through and see different species of rhododendrons or interesting plants and all kinds of stuff Um, and then that trail ends right at those art galleries. So um, we popped into an art gallery there and um, which I I loved as well, um, Earthworks Gallery and checked out all all the different kinds of art they had there. And then just walked along sort of the grassy shoulder of the freeway right back to um, the apartment complex and back to the car. Mm -hmm. So it, it probably maybe took an hour or so to do that whole thing. Were there any other trails that you wanted to do afterwards or was that your hiking for the day? You know, that was at that point, we were starting to get a little bit dark and we were like, let's get some dinner. Let's call it a day. Um, we've got a couple more days here to, to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. So we headed over to Yahats Brewing, which is, again, one of these, these hubs in town. Um, it's a newer restaurant, but it's a brew pub that does really interesting food and they do their own in-house beer obviously and also they brew kombucha there they have cider all kinds of stuff um we got these couple of these mushroom um meals like there was a like it was sort of like crab cakes but done with mushrooms Um, and we got like a a melt with like mushroom a mushroom melt that were both really interesting um so uh, it's such a cool opportunity to go and, and get some like classic fried fish, but then to get some like weird mushroom dishes too. Yeah. I love the diversity. <laughs> That's awesome. So that, that was pretty much all of day one arriving, exploring, yeah. doing a little hiking Jam-packed. and then, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, and so I, from my understanding, the next day was tide pooling with Jamie Kish. Is that right? Yeah. We we, we woke up on Sunday morning. It's Easter Sunday. And mm-hmm. um, it was it was raining sideways. Uh. Um, it was really like it wasn't just like the faint mist, that classic Oregon mist. It was it was really raining. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> so we 
we we drove over to um, this place called Bread and Roses Bakery to start the day, and it is truly one of my favorite small town bakeries in Oregon. It is mm-hmm. spectacular. It's only open a few days a week, but if, if you're driving through Yahats on the weekend, you gotta stop by Bread and Roses. It's so good. Get anything there. It's all good. Oh, okay. Um, they did not have an indoor seating area, and we were like not going to sit outside, so we ate um, <laughs> in our car and uh, drove over and did tide pooling with with Jamie. Um, again, listen back to that episode we we put out last week for more about this, more about tide pooling. But um, suffice to say, it was a really uh, interesting, fascinating, very cool experience. But it's also very wet and windy. Um, and by the end of it, uh, we were very happy to be back inside the warm car. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I bet. Oh gosh. Did you feel like you had, was there any way of dressing properly for that or were you just soaked and (sighs) moist? (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I just wore clothes I was going to change out of later. Like I had my rain shell on and like the line, I like all the rain gear and just, but with like with pants, I mean, unless you're wearing like rain resistant pants, it's just they're just going to be wet. Um, yeah. And you just, you know, I, I I was just like, you know, and being on the coast when you're like in the windy rain like that, one half of your body gets wet and the other one does not as much. So it was just like the back <laughs> of my legs were soaked. <laughs> um but it was, again, it was a very cool experience. We went down to Bob Creek Beach, which is um, just like a 10-minute drive south from Yahats. Um, Jamie had said that's like a, a great spot to go. So we followed her lead and um, had a really cool time. But by the time we were finished, we were like really finished. Um, so we drove back to the hotel to dry off. And as we did, the rain really just got more intense uh it started to really really blow even more sideways um to the point where we were like that's that's probably that's that's probably it for going outside today yeah man i hope you were able to get something warm change clothes and just (laughs) be dry after that well sadie had her jumpsuit she just bought the other the day before um which is sort of like this bigger like baggier you know like something that's really cozy and so mm-hmm. she changed immediately into that. Um, and, uh, you know, I just got into like my PJs and we, <laughs> you know, cuddled up on the couch and just like, um, you know, uh, read books, basically read books and talked and played music and, um, you know, took it easy until, you know, the only thing, the only thing that got us out of the room that day was our stomachs. Um, because, you know, we were there to eat at the restaurants. Um, and that, that was a hard thing to be so cozy. And to say, well, but let's get back on like our wet rain gear and yeah. go back outside. But the nice thing about being at the Drift Inn and the nice thing about Yahats is that everything was so close. So we put on our clothes and literally just kind of like jogged across the street um, and found lunch at this really cool place called Beach Street Kitchen. And it's one of the newer restaurants in town. Um, they mm-hmm. opened in like the end of 2019. Um, tough time to open a restaurant. And so they just recently, um, I want to say like uh, last winter, started doing in-person dining again. So okay. um, I'd not been there. Um, obviously, we we went there and we had a really good lunch. Um, they had some just sort of like some basics that were really good. Um, mm-hmm. They had some like breakfast burritos, some tacos, um, some good coffee drinks and chai and that sort of thing. Um, really had a nice time. So we had lunch and 
hustled back over to the hotel room Mm -hmm. and stayed there until (laughs) uh, dinner when we were like, you know what? I think the move here is just to literally go downstairs and eat at the Drift Inn's restaurant. Um, That's what we did. We walked like, I don't know, like 20 yards. And then we went down the set of stairs and we were inside the restaurant basically. There you go. (laughs) It was, it was perfect. Um, They had like a little folk band playing. Um, We got a pizza and um, a salad and a cobbler at the end, a Marionberry cobbler that, was, oh yeah scuba ice cream in there it was great it was exactly exactly what you want at the end of a rainy day at the end of a rainy day nothing yeah. sounds better to me than some cobbler <laughs> with a wow wow yeah yeah i'm really happy for you all that you got to <laughs> oh gosh okay so you had your very rainy day on day two, um, what was day three like for you? Well, it was, you know, a, again, a, a day that I had planned to sort of wake up, maybe go do some hiking and head out of town in the afternoon. But we woke up again and it was still raining sideways. Like it was um, somehow like it, it didn't get any better or worse really from, <laughs> from there. So um, we again put on our now mostly dry rain gear. And hustled mm-hmm. across the street in a different direction to go to this place called Green Salmon, which is um, a really great uh, breakfast and coffee spot. Um, they have a, a really robust food menu um, and mm-hmm. like uh, some really interesting different kinds of, of coffee and tea beverages. So we went to Green Salmon. Um, Sadie got uh, granola, I think. I got um, uh, some kind of uh, breakfast sandwich on a bagel, I believe. And okay. we sat there and um, just kind of contemplated what to do from there. Um, obviously, a lot of stuff I wanted to do, we weren't going to do. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of just figured, well, I guess, I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I, I said, uh, do you think if we sit here long enough, the rain will stop? And Sadie said, I mean, eventually uh like as if to say like in i don't know a few days a week i don't know who knows when this rain's <laughs> gonna end uh we don't have that kind of time so yeah. uh we went back to the hotel we packed up our stuff and uh we made the drive home oh gosh well <laughs> that darn sideways rain really uh <laughs> throwing a loop in the plans but i assume that there's lots of stuff that you didn't get to uh so any recommendations or things you would oh, like yeah. to do next time while you're there well you know we talked about the the you hike trail um there's also the amanda trail in town which is um similarly a a trail that um talks about indigenous history there um okay. really really cool spot definitely would recommend checking it out and there's one that you can walk to um uh, from that beach, that low tide beach, you can you can walk on the Amanda Trail um, through this area, through the forest, and up to Cape Perpetua. It connects all the way through. Um, and Cape Perpetua itself is a really, really cool spot. Um, so much to do there. You can spend a whole day or more exploring Cape Perpetua. They have tide pools. Yeah. They have a thing called Thor's Well. Um, mm-hmm. They have uh, you know all these chasms and spouting horns and there's an enormous tree in the campground um just like and there's like there's like backcountry trails you could do backpacking there 
like yeah. in the deep forest. So there's just like all kinds of stuff you can do there. Um, highly recommend Cape Perpetua. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, as I talked about the, the trail network in Yahats, there's a trail called the 804 trail um, that runs through uh, most of, if not all of the town on the ocean side. And it's a great way to sort of walk along the ocean, walk through the neighborhoods. Um, mm-hmm. I love to do this in the evening time, um, or you can do it in the morning. Um, when you just get sort of that, that nice calm, uh, feeling of just walking through town. Uh, maybe the wind is not blowing. Maybe it's not raining. Um, <laughs> maybe there's some flowers blooming. Um, and you can sort of get a sense of that rocky coastline, dive down into the yeah. tide pools and poke around a little bit. Um, that's, it's such a fun thing to do. So, um, those are all things I've wanted to do that I've done, I have done before. Um, but recommend highly if you're in Yahats and it's not pouring down rain. Yeah, hopefully uh, better luck with the forecast next time you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am excited to sometime soon, hopefully get out back to Yahats. Last time I was there, I did stop at Thor's Well and the Spouting Horn, and that was so, so cool. Um, So I know just the tip of the iceberg of uh, things to do in that area. Oh, and it's just one little spot in the Central Coast, just one tiny little area, and there's so much concentrated in Yahats. Well, folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.